This is episode number 109 of the To Birth and Beyond podcast. We're so excited to have you with us on this episode of To Birth and Beyond. I'm Jessie Mundell, mom, kinesiologist, and fitness coach to pregnant and current moms. And I'm Anita Lambert, mom, pelvic health, and orthopedic physiotherapist with a focus on women's health. On the show, we provide information and education on fitness, the pelvic floor, fertility, pregnancy, birth, postpartum, and women's health. We offer a brave space to have candid and vulnerable conversations on the struggles and joys of motherhood, including all aspects of our physical, mental, and emotional health. While you're listening in, please remember that the information on the show is not meant to diagnose or treat any medical conditions. Please speak with your medical provider for all things related to your healthcare. We're so excited to have you. Let's dive into today's show. Friends, it's Jesse here. Before we get into today's show, I want to let you know that your opportunity to join To Pregnancy and Beyond is here. To Pregnancy and Beyond is my online fitness coaching program for pregnant and postpartum people of all stages and phases that you might be in along those time periods. It is a comprehensive approach for pregnant and postpartum people who want to feel emotionally, physically, and mentally in their power to thrive and not just survive with their pregnant and postnatal journeys. And when you join by Thursday, March 5th, everyone gets a private one-on-one coaching call with me, $150 value, totally for free. To Pregnancy and Beyond is perfect for you if you want to feel strong during your pregnancy and prepare for a healthy, for you and baby, birth. Be empowered to understand what is happening in your body from an advocate who is in your corner. That's me. Feel supported as a whole person, whether this is your first, second, or third baby, or whether you're done having kids and just want help with the mental load of raising them. Have short, well-designed workouts customized to you that you can do at home or in the gym, regardless of your fitness level. The community inside To Pregnancy and Beyond is like nothing else you've probably experienced before. We are open, honest, and 100% non-judgmental. As soon as you join us, you'll fill out an intake form that I will personally review. You'll then be given a customized workout in the track that meets your needs, and it will progress you automatically every four weeks thereafter that you are a member. I'm waiting on the other side and so excited to meet you and have that one-on-one call with you so we can get you started feeling successful and confident. You can go directly to the link jessiemundell.com forward slash two dash pregnancy dash beyond or head to the show notes of today's episode where that will be linked for you. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of To Birth and Beyond. It's Jesse Mundell in for a solo episode today where I want to talk with you about four ways to make exercise suck less and how to actually enjoy the exercise that you are doing. This has taken me literal years to get to a place where this is true and real in my life. I really love the type of exercise and the way I exercise and it doesn't suck. It doesn't consume me. It doesn't consume my thoughts. Exercise is just really this simple, easy, 
and beneficial thing for me in my life. For so long, I was searching for this easy relationship with exercise and it has taken a long time to get there. So hopefully I can make it less hard and faster for you to get there. I want to talk about this from two sides of the spectrum. Maybe right now you're having a difficult time exercising consistently or you want to exercise consistently for the first time ever or maybe for the first time in a long time but for a variety of reasons that is feeling really difficult for you or where I came from I hated the hold that exercise had on me maybe you're thinking about exercise a ton you feel like exercise is necessary to function in your life You're consumed with thoughts about the amount of calories you're burning, every workout that you need to be doing, your workout schedule for the week. There's just so much mental energy surrounding exercise and it's just too dang much for you to handle. So all of that can fit here in the conversation that we're going to have about this today. So four ways to make exercise suck less and to actually enjoy and love the type of exercise that you do. Let's do this. Number one. I want you to figure out why exercise is even important or valuable to you. So you've probably heard this before, you gotta figure out your why. You have to figure out your why. And yes, I totally agree. And I think we need to take this to a deeper level. So first off, exercise doesn't have to be important to you at all. This doesn't have to be something that you want to do. But for the sake of today's conversation, I'm going to make the assumption that you have decided that exercising is important to you for one reason or for a variety of reasons. So yes, let's figure out your why. And to do that, we have to peel back these layers a ton. And this is what I do in my work with my coaching clients into pregnancy and beyond, which is my online fitness coaching membership for pregnant and postpartum people. We have to dig deep on this because some people have a lot happening here around their relationship with exercise and their body and potentially food, and it can be tricky waters to wade through. For me, figuring out why exercise is even important or valuable to me has been for sure a process over time. Exercise used to be about keeping my body small. That was the sole purpose of movement. That was my driving force for years, decades, a long, long time. And it did suck. It eventually got to the point where it was too much and I really needed to find a different way because I was forcing myself to work out at too intense levels when I was exhausted, when I had been on my feet all day training personal training clients in the gym from 6am to 8pm, when I was feeling nervous before going into workouts. I was mentally feeling nervous because I knew that it was going to be so hard and I didn't have the energy to it. My body hurt And this is how, this is the cycle that I was on for years. This is how I was thinking about exercise. So the purpose of exercise was burning calories and ensuring that my body didn't get bigger. Not at all a healthy place to be for me. 
So why I exercise now, the driving force for me is really to support myself in my physical, mental, emotional health. Physically, for me, I can get achy through my body, through my back, lower back, upper back, neck, especially because I do a significant amount of work on my laptop, on the computer, on my phone. And I find that when I am exercising with some consistency, it basically keeps it at bay, takes care of it. It doesn't ramp up for me. I also really like feeling somewhat athletic and capable in my body. So I like feeling strong. I like knowing that if someone asked me to go try a sport or do an activity, I could probably say yes to that and be okay. I like knowing that I'm going to be able to carry my flailing, screaming child out of the grocery store if I need to. I like being able to carry the groceries in for myself. I like being able to move things around my house. It is, of course, an incredible privilege to be able-bodied, and uh, I really don't take that lightly. So for me, the mental health support is also so important. It helps me, it helps boost my creativity, my energy, my mood. I am with children a lot of the day, sometimes all day long. Today, as I'm recording this podcast, I'll be parenting the kids from 6 a.m. to 8 p.m. And some movement, some exercise really helps me to keep my patience in check on days like this. There are so many reasons for exercising that can have nothing to do with calories, your pant size, how much your body weighs. And for me, finding those has been total freedom. So if that is something that you are struggling with and you don't quite know how to bust out of it, I just want you to know that it is possible and it is a process. It can really take so much work figuring out how to dissociate these things from each other. And I understand that because I have totally been there. Again, it is possible and I think that peeling back the layers a ton is so helpful and asking yourself a lot of questions about why you're exercising in the way that you are. And again, if you feel like exercise is taking up a ton of physical and mental energy in your life and you are done feeling like that, we need to find some freedom for you in some way to have exercise be joyful again. Number two, thinking of exercise as all or nothing will keep you stuck. Again, I lived this for so many years. I was wrapped up in the mindset that exercise needed to be a 45-minute workout for it to be worth it. It needed to be intense. I needed to be sweating a lot, breathless, red in the face. It needed to be hard work. And now my exercise does not look much like that at all. And what has been so interesting for me is that the more grace I gave myself around these ideas I had, the more I started to check these stories about what exercise needed to look like or needed to be, what fitness was, 
the more consistent I became in moving my body and the more and more I have been able to experience these benefits that exercise actually does allow in my life now. So if you're stuck on that all or nothing path, like you don't feel as though a five minute workout would be worth it in any way for you. And of course, that's going to be relevant to every person. But for me, worth it meant that it was going to burn enough calories. It was going to keep me thin. It was going to improve my strength in some way. I essentially had to wipe out all of that stuff. If you will only do a workout when you know you're going to have an hour uninterrupted, when you're able to get to the gym, that's fine if that is truly working for you. But if you're feeling like that happens once a month and you want to be working out multiple times per week, for example, then you might have to start to shift how you think about this all or nothingness. I want you to know and trust that more is not necessarily better. Harder and more intensity is not necessarily better. I had to teach myself how to love and enjoy and allow for exercise that was lower intensity. I had to separate that exercise was about body composition. That was the first step for me. Because again, I was so wrapped up in this mindset of keeping my body small. And what I believed was that those harder, more intense workouts were the thing that was going to keep my body small, the longer workouts. So I had to separate exercise from body composition. And like we've talked about on point number one, bring in all of the other stuff that can be beneficial about exercise. All the other reasons why exercise supports me in my life. So again, hormonal support aches and pain support, mental and emotional health support, it keeps your anxiety at bay, whatever the stuff is for you. We have to get to that first for many people in order to break this all or nothingness. And then I think it really is this process of retraining yourself and pushing yourself. Say if you are stuck in this, has to be 45 minutes, has to be an hour, then you need to push yourself to not do that stuff. And this is going to be hard and this is going to be uncomfortable and it for sure was for me too. But maybe you start with 30-minute workouts. Maybe it's 20-minute workouts. Maybe you do a 7-minute workout. Maybe you don't follow the plan one day that you're supposed to be following. Maybe you start to add in more walking. When you begin to do this stuff, when you have been stuck in the all or nothingness, you will start to feel the benefits of it. Number three, one of my faves, so listen up. I want you to stop waiting until you feel motivated to work out or move your body. This is a tough one. This is such a tough one. I think that we are conditioned to think that we have to be motivated to work out in order to do the body movement. So the truth is, if you are especially in this pregnancy postpartum, if you're a person with a full schedule, you might not have the energy. You might not have the time. And you might have to stop waiting until you feel fully ready to do the workout because the motivation isn't going to be there. 
I am a fitness coach. I am a trainer and I am rarely motivated to do the workout, like to do the actual things that are involved in the workout. Most of the time, I don't want to do them. I want to sit on the couch and mindlessly scroll on Instagram. But the practice has been doing it anyways. Consistent exercise is going to require some self-discipline on some level, just as anything does. Just as flossing and brushing your teeth does every night when you are freaking exhausted and just want to get in bed. Just as building a business is. Just as raising your kids or parenting is. There's lots of times when I want to let stuff slide, but I know it's my job to step in and to speak up. I'm going to say that again. Consistent exercise is likely going to require some self-discipline on some level. And I don't want you to feel trapped by that. But again, for me, it has been more about freedom to stop waiting for the motivation and to start developing these patterns, start training myself to start moving even when I don't feel like it. Because the truth is that that mindless scrolling on Instagram on the couch, it might feel good in that moment, but then it probably doesn't feel so great afterwards. And the 15 minutes of movement instead of the 15 minutes of scrolling is likely going to help me in my life much more so for the short and the long term. Do the 15 minutes of movement And then do your scrolling. Let's start there and see how we do. Your motivation for exercise will fade. If you find yourself program hopping, you're signing up for one exercise program, you're working with one trainer and going to the next because that wasn't working and this is your pattern, you might need to look at your own mindset around exercise. And number four... I want you to deeply understand and take a look at your barriers to exercise and remove them whenever possible. I also want you to understand your barriers to exercise being joyful and remove them whenever possible. So if you're struggling to be consistent with exercise, say it feels like there are all these steps that need to happen before you even get into the workout. How can you make that simpler? For a lot of my clients, this is that they might not have time to exercise until 8, 8.30 p.m. at night. And at that point, it just feels like cannot handle it. There's too many steps to even get started. So here's what you might do instead. You might set your workout equipment that you're going to need for that workout up in the morning or even the night before. So when you go into your space that you're going to work out in, which could be your bedroom, your bathroom, your basement, your kitchen, these are all places where I have worked out in before, you're set up, you're ready to go. You have those dumbbells, you have your resistance band, you don't need to do anything but get started. How can you remove the barriers from starting? You don't need fancy equipment or special shoes. If you've been following along a while, you know that one of my favorite tips is to work out in whatever you are wearing. And you might have seen me doing this before. I routinely work out in a bathrobe that I am super on brand right now wearing. I work out in my robe. I've worked out in dresses 
bathing suits. Again, if you follow me on social media, you have seen this stuff. One of my friends posted the other day that she had just eaten a big piece of cake and then worked out in her jeans. I love that stuff. It's questioning all these rules around exercise. It doesn't have to be so hard. These barriers that we think of as barriers might not actually be that. Another biggie is if you are working out at home, which I do, and your kids are around and interrupting you, and it's annoying as hell. And I know that because that is the reality for me too. So might you set stricter boundaries around your workout time? And that could be with your kids. For me, I am constantly telling my kids during workout time, no, I can't help you right now. I have these five more reps to do and then I'll be able to help you. Or I can't pick you up right now. Mommy's doing her exercises. I have a four and a half year old and a one and a half year old. And these are the things that the four and a half year old has heard her whole life. And these are the things the one and a half year old has heard his whole life. They're going to whine. They're going to cry. And for me, it's my responsibility to shift my mindset around that in some way. Because if I stop my workout every time they whined or asked for a snack or cried, I would have done zero workouts over the last four and a half years. So set the boundaries around your workout time, whether that is with your kids being there or perhaps you have some childcare or you have a partner who is also in your home and you say, I need these 30 minutes. I'm going to go exercise. I don't want the kids to be there. What do you have to do to set the boundaries around your workout time? It always comes back to me. It always comes back for me too as thinking of my care and my health as a family value. This is a priority, and I want to be sure that everyone in the family knows that and respects that. If you feel like getting to the gym is impossible, might you try working out from home or maybe outdoors if that's possible where you live? If you feel like working out from home is impossible and you do have the opportunity to go to the gym, you might need to schedule this into your life as a meeting with yourself for your own health. If you are exercising regularly but the exercise isn't joyful, why not? What is happening there? What's all the stuff around the exercise that it is not serving you truly in a way that feels good? Do some journaling on this. Ask yourself all the whys. Exercise does not have to suck, but I get it because exercise did suck for me for years. I was really feeling, especially as a fitness professional, that I needed to keep up this image of a trainer who worked out often four or five times a week that's what a trainer is supposed to be doing that's what the health and fitness industry tells me I'm supposed to be doing to be healthy and fit it's all bullshit it is whatever you need it to be that supports you best in your life in these sneaky ways that I didn't even realize I was dreading the workouts like I said I was feeling nervous leading up to every workout I didn't have the energy I was starting to experience these health issues 
I don't want exercise to feel like that in my life anymore or ever again. I want to feel like it is helping, truly helping. I want it to take up very little mental space for me and I don't even want it to take up a ton of physical energy because I have a big life outside of fitness. I have two kids to parent who require a ton of my mental and physical energy too. So friends, I hope that you can come to a place where exercise serves a purpose for you and is pleasurable for you too. We hope you enjoyed listening to this episode of the To Birth and Beyond podcast. You can find any links or resources we discussed in the show notes at tobirthandbeyond.com. And if you enjoyed today's show, we would love for you to leave us a review on iTunes and subscribe to the To Birth and Beyond podcast in iTunes or Stitcher. 